Hello, hello, hello. My name is Lisa Janning, and I'm here with Izzy Martinez, my co-admin for San Diego Planner Addicts. It's time to pour yourself a glass of wine. Pull out your favorite planner, or four, because this is Washi, Wine, and Repeat. Hi, Izzy. Hey, Lisa. How's it going? It's going. It's going. It's a, it's a special day today. It is. Yeah, for, for those of you guys, well, most people probably won't notice, but we know. It's our one-year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. We've done this for a year. You've been stuck with me for this fucking long. And you didn't punch me. I know. <laughs> and there isn't even a bandit barrier between the two of us. <laughs> We've lasted this long. We should culminate this with something special. A special episode, maybe? Yes. Maybe a certain episode where we talk about maybe... Ten facts about us people might not know. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Because, you know, we talk a lot of shit anyway, and we go on plenty of freaking tangents. Totally. But maybe there's a little something else people might not know about us. And I think that would be a great insight, just to to know about the background of the planners Mm -hmm. you hear. That would be great. Mm Mm-hmm. So do you want to start, or should I start? Um, you can start. Okay. Should I should I go should I go boss to the wall or should I do something low key? <laughs> start it off strong. St- start it off strong. Uh huh. Holy moly! Okay. Um. I've seen a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Um. Back in elementary. Uh huh. I. Well, elementary, middle school, and even into high school, I was active in my dance team. Mm Mm-hmm. And elementary, one of the... The the instructor that taught us after school was related to the instructor that taught me in in middle school. Mm Mm-hmm. And eventually taught me in high school. But in elementary, she, she was, like, really super involved. Like, she took us to competitions and everything. Uh, we, I then move into middle school, and she was still involved in our middle school team, and we, like, loved her. Her name was, uh, Vero, Veronica, mm-hmm. and we were, we were, we had just come back from a competition, I think it was, like, the weekend, and we come, we come back. Back then, there was no social media, so we had no idea what was going on mm-hmm. until we went to school the following day. Yep. Uh, the following day, the the teacher like tells us, and mind you, I had uh, dance at the fir- the first period of the day, mm-hmm. and we were all devastated. Mm. Uh, I find out that my my old dance teacher got shot and killed by her boyfriend. Holy shit! And um, he was chasing her down the street, <laughs> and he basically was jealous. Even though she wasn't doing anything. Yeah. So he's like... Um, Some of that toxic masculinity going around. Right. And so she passed She passed away, of course. Like, she got shot and killed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we were all devastated. We were, we were shook up. That, I think, a, a way to fundraise is that one of the girls uh, designed a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And um, we sold them. To be able to help fundraise for, like, the funeral costs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And 
that, I think it was the afternoon after, like, I had gotten the shirt and stuff like that, and I was wearing it for, like, it was school spirit because it had our, our school, like, name and everything, but it had her, like, jumping and dancing and stuff like that, which was really, like, iconic of who she was. And I was telling my mom, like, like, I, like, thank you for letting me get this shirt. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, Mika, don't worry about it. Like, like, this person was really important to you. Yeah. And mind you, I was sitting in the living room with my mom. We were sitting on the couch. We had, like, a, a view of the hallway towards our, our kitchen. And our kitchen connected the garage and the sliding door to our backyard. Mm-hmm. And both of them were closed, mind you. Mm-hmm. And our cat was on our lap. All of a sudden, I, both my mom and I see uh, some, something go across, across that hallway, uh-huh. laugh, and cl- slam the garage door. Okay. And we're, we're both looking at each other. No one else is at home. It's just my mom and I. My sister had gone with my dad to, like, a doctor's appointment, and my brother wasn't out of school yet. hmm And so, we were like, what's going on? Like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. yeah. So, we went, I went over there, I checked, both doors were locked. Mm-hmm. They weren't even open, they were locked. And she's like, mija, that was, that was her. She was telling you she's okay. She was laughing. Mm-hmm. You know? And... And it was so surreal mm-hmm. just to just to see because it was like a like a silhouetted black shadow that crossed that walkway uh-huh. and yeah that's crazy I could de- I, I definitely felt her like presence mm-hmm. her laughter her warmth but it was just surreal to see and some people believe me some people don't it, it doesn't matter it's, it's the experience that I've had mm-hmm. and um. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I've never had something that intense like that. I have had one time where my mom and I were arguing like I was a stupid teenager. And she was yelling at me for whatever reason, and I don't know what happened. And to this day, I will swear to you, she threw something at me. Because I saw something black just fly at my face. So I, like, dropped to the ground. Mom was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you doing down there? Get up. I'm like, you threw something at me? Why'd you throw something at me? Cry, cry, cry. And she's like, I didn't throw anything at you. Calm down. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Who yeah, knows? No, no, nothing, nothing intense like yours. But who knows? It could have been a ghost throwing something at right. you. Right. All the bad juju. Right? Well, not. I, w- I wouldn't know if you... He had bad juju back then. I know. But, yeah. It's one of those things that I've shared with people, and some people either try to one-up me, Mm -hmm. and like, oh, well, I've seen this many ghosts, or what have you. Whatever. I was telling that story to my neighbor, and he had to, like, one-up me, or whatever. I found it stupid. But, yeah, I... It's definitely surreal, but Mm -hmm. it's one of those memories that will go down... In my memoirs, whenever I decide to write them. Whenever you write them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's, that's different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. What about you? One of my facts people might not know about me, um, I was almost a women's studies major in college. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, as I mentioned before, I do have my bachelor's in creative writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved writing. That's always been the thing I've loved to do. But going into college, I'm like, I'm never going to use that. Like, I was smart as a kid. I knew I'm not going to use my degree. I don't, sure as hell don't use my degree now. But I was always like, no, I'm not going to use that. I'm going to try to get a job. I'm going to get a degree in something I can get a job in. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be a nurse. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, being a nurse, like, I have to do biology. Then I started having to take the higher level of maths, and I was like, nope, bye. Oh, shit. <laughs> and um, then I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe I can still do, do something like that with women's studies, because a lot of it is, like, like, rape statistics and, like, gender and, like, talking and, like, just having to learn all these different things about women and men and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And so that was my thing. I started taking that. I loved it. I was a women's studies major for two years, almost. Um, I had great classes. I had, um, I always remember I took a violence against women class. Mm-hmm. And, um... My professor was, like, this Indian lady who was known for being a hard-ass and being, like, super difficult. And, like, you would have to do presentations. Mm-hmm. And every time you did your presentation, like, she would question you, like, deep into it. And um, I had chosen to do um, violence against women in video games mm-hmm. as my topic. She didn't know shit about video games. Oh. <laughs> so, like, I went up. I talked about a couple things. I brought up... Um, you know, from Final Fantasy X and X-2, uh-huh. and compared her outfits to both, and made up some whole thing about how, like, oh, well, in this game, she's very conservative, she's very covered up, because she's a healer, she's the secondary character, she's the one that needs to be protected. But in the sequel, she's a badass, she takes care of herself, like, she defends herself, she has her gun, she has her pistols, and so she's wearing booty shorts and, like, a top that has a uh, neckline all the way down to her belly button. Oh, whoa. Right, right, right. And... I guess the stuff I'd brought up, I brought up, like, some old, like, porno games and stuff. Mm-hmm. She had nothing, she, she didn't know anything about it, so she couldn't question me, so I was the only person who never got questioned in my class. Nice. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, but I remember the thing that turned me away from it is I took a class with the head of the department. Ooh. Yeah, those, those tend to be tough. That, it wasn't even difficult, it's... I took this class because I'd taken a lot of women's study-specific classes. Uh-huh. Like, women and rape statistics and how women as people are affected differently than men. Right. And so I went and took this gender theory class because I wanted to learn more about gender and all that different stuff. Like, intersex and transgender and all that stuff. That's what I wanted to learn about. Right. I took this class. It was with the head of the department. She spent 45 minutes one day talking about gender. The rest of the class was ha- about how Hispanic women are more screwed over than everyone else. Yeah, that sucks. I, I mean, I, I agree, but well, not no, not, not even, necessarily because there are so many other parts in the in the world that are more screwed over than Mexican yeah. women. But yes, like I think recently I saw there was a, a graphic of how many like parts to a dollar, both men and women in different races mm-hmm. or ethnicities. Sorry, yeah, um, get paid, mm-hmm. and yes, where Mexican men make a little bit more than Mexican women, they're still under, like, um, Asian men and, like, Asian women and, like, white Mm -hmm. men and women. And I think even 
black women get paid more than Mexican or Hispanic Something women. along that, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I got really discouraged that this is a class with the head of the department, the person that's supposed to know the most about this and be right. the most educational about this, and she didn't even stay on topic. She went into her own private discussions as opposed to what we were actually here to study. Oh, that sucks. So I draw, I, I, um, I finally went with creative writing. I almost got the minor in it, mm-hmm. but every single class I had taken up until that point filled in my secondary prerequisites, mm-hmm. and if I had stuck with it, I would have had to take a whole another year of college. Oh. And I was already at five years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or I wasn't planning on having to be there at five years. You, you didn't want to vend wild there. Mm-mm. Oh, gotcha. What, Van Wilde did seven years? Yeah. Yeah. So I was almost a women's studies major. That's pretty which cool. Is, which is always fun <laughs> when, like, I hang out with some people that maybe are more conservative. Some people I might be related to through marriage. <laughs> And, <laughs> and I have to sit across the room and stare at him and be like, "Really? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're really, really gonna do that?" My brother-in-law started. Get, he has a little dog, and it's a boy. And he's like, "No, Malcolm, you can't wear pink collar, blah blah blah. You're a boy." I'm like, "Steve, it's a dog. Stop gendering your dog." Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color your dog wears. It's it, it's interesting because when, when I was taking sociology, one of my one of the things that my teacher did. She was. She mentioned. She was like, I know it, I shouldn't be doing this, but I am because I wanted to know. And it's my my own child, and it's not like I'm doing something detrimental to my child or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expose my child to gender specific toys, mm-hmm. and she still gravitated towards some of them, and mm-hmm. some of them she didn't care for. Yeah. Well, I have every intention of when we have children to offer them both, mm-hmm. offer them everything, and whatever they want to play with, they can play with. Mm-hmm. Like, past that, I, I don't care. Like, um, was it my little nephew? Yeah, he loves his superheroes, and he loves his, uh, boy-colored Legos. Don't get me started on how Legos have girl Legos and boy Legos. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, he loves his Ninja Turtles and all that stuff. But you know what toy he carries around with him? What? He has a mermaid I gave him that has long blonde hair and a pink tail. Aww. And he still has it. I gave it to him like a year and a half ago. He still has it. He'll like be there playing and the mermaid will be right next to him while he's playing. Aww. He like carries it around with him. That's cute. Yeah. That's stinking cute. Yeah. And then like, it doesn't mean anything. Like just because he likes a mermaid doesn't mean that he's gonna be a gay or something. Right. It's just he likes it and that doesn't do anyone, anyone any harm. True that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think one of the other things that I've, in, in the topic of gender, like, my husband and I both, like, agreed, like, it, when we have a child, and everyone's like, oh, are you gonna, like, find out the sex of the baby, or whatever, uh, or are you gonna do a gender reveal party, and we're like, uh, no, we're not, the baby shall be our, our little monster, <laughs> and you can get us monsters, relate Monsters Inc. related items. Right. But that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, um. when I have kids, I'll, I'll probably find out what it is just because it's just easier to shop for at the end of the day. Right, right. But not with any intention. Like, if I have a boy, I'm not going to actively buy him, like, the sports clothing or, like, the actively, like, hyper-masculine, like, 
stuff. Right, right, right. Don't get me wrong, if I have a little girl, I'm totally buying her tutus everywhere. But that's just because that's the kind of girl I am. My mom, I was, like, her first girl, so she had to buy me all the cutest. Like, she would spend, like, 60 bucks on, like, my dresses. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm sure she was, cra- she was crazy, but then that, was, that that's my mom. Um, but, again, off, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, One like, off topic. A little. Yeah, just a smidge. Um, like, I'm repl- prone to do. Right? So I said, I, I mentioned that I've seen a ghost. Have I mentioned that I married my high school sweetheart, and this June will be our 18-year anniversary? Jeez Louise. Yeah. You've been out of high school for that long? No, no. I, he, he, uh, he and I hooked up his, hooked fresh, up. <laughs> his freshman year. Oh, okay. Or the end of his freshman year. Technically, my, the end of my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So, since my junior year, technically. Um... I've been out of high school 16 years. Yeah, I'm old. Not that old, but yes. Mm. (laughs) Um, He and I both met. um, His cousin was in my homeroom, and it was like a 7th, 8th grade homeroom. Uh And I met his cousin. We we would hang out and stuff. And then he didn't introduce me to him until the end of my 8th grade year Uh in middle school. And that was 1998. We didn't start dating until 2000 after my ex-boyfriend broke up with me because I wouldn't um, do the typical rite of passage. You wouldn't put out? Yeah. You wouldn't put out? Yeah, yeah. And so, and I was a sophomore then with my ex. Oh, whatever. and And he was a senior, so... He was like, oh, easy, easy score, and nope. And so uh, my my now husband, he he consoled me. We were talking. We eventually started uh, seeing each other, and in and it was funny because one of the one of our one of his classmates said, "It's not official until he asks you out on a date." Oh. And I'm like, who are you to to, to delineate the date and time of my relationship <laughs> so like I <laughs> like I snapped my fingers at her um he did ask me on a date but we we always go back to the day when we both we told each other we we liked each other mm-hmm. and that just so happened to be the day we got married Aww. because I wanted to make it super easy on him to remember <laughs> our anniversary <laughs> so um we got married on our 12th year anniversary, and we've been together for 18 years. This June will be our 6th year married, 18th together. Aww. Yeah. And maybe another time I'll explain how he proposed to me, because that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, when you do, I'll talk about my proposal, because my proposal was hilarious, and they totally made fun of Dave at our wedding about it. Oh, we sh- we it's, it's a thing. It's going to happen. It's going to happen later. You know what? Maybe we could bring the boys on. <laughs> Good luck with Dave. <laughs> well, we gotta figure out how to get Fernando to talk. <laughs> yeah, your husband doesn't talk either. <laughs> They're like made for each other. I know. We keep trying to make him be friends. Be like, here, be friends. But the bromance happened. You yeah, could be friends. <laughs> but your husband's been working lately, so he hasn't been here to drop you off. No, he works late. He works like really late. Mm-hmm. So right now, actually, he's sleeping. He's 
he's asleep. He, I, by the time I get home, I'll, I'll be waking him up to go to work. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, and I, I thought people would give us shit because Dave and I had been together. Oh, crap. Like, three years before we even moved in together. Oh, wow. And then we had been living together for about a year before he proposed, and we were engaged for, like, a year and a half. And now we've been married for two and a half years. Cool. Our, our, our wedding plans were pretty quick. They were six months. Because when he, so he, when he proposed to me, I gave him the, the condition of, we'll get married after we finish school. Mm-hmm. So he finished school and I had dropped out. Um, he finished school 2010 mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, so then when do you want to do this? <laughs> And so he's like, let let's let me just make some money. Come December two thousand eleven, mm-hmm. um, he's like, okay, let let's do it. Let's go get married. Let's go get married. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, really? This is happening. This is like <laughs> totally happening. So like, my we we went, we drove up to our parents' house and told them and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. freaking six months, wham bam, it was quick. <laughs> nice. And so it was like, I mean, granted, twelve years is a pretty long time. Yeah, you had plenty of time to lead up to it beforehand. But didn't didn't do squat. <laughs> <laughs> Did not do squat. So what's another interesting fact about you, Lisa? Um, for me, one thing is, um, you know how people will um, collect things from places they've been. Yeah. So people will have, like, magnets, that kind of stuff. I, I saw a co-worker today who has a Pandora bracelet that each charm has a place, a country she's been to. Uh-huh. I collect Starbucks You Were Here mugs. From oh, that's pretty to. cool. Yeah. And we're at, like, 10 or 11, my husband's like, you're not allowed to buy any other mugs. Like, these are the only style of mugs we're allowed to have. Um. Which is fine, because I love them. But I have Disneyland, California Adventure, Magic Kingdom, I have... San Diego, I have Los Angeles, um, I have Las Vegas, I have Memphis, I have, I have a cousin that gave me Houston. That's cool. I haven't been yet, but she gave me that. Um, there are other ones. I should have given you one when I went to Phoenix. Oh, for Plantation? Yeah. Yeah, we, we forgot to get one from San Francisco when we were up there. But you could get them online, I think. Maybe. But Dave goes up, like, once a year for Internet Librarian anyway. Okay. So I'm like, you need to bring me a mug. Like, bring that shit home. Right? Those are pretty cool. And I really, really like your Disney ones. Yeah. Oh, I have a Honolulu one from when we went to Hawaii for our honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm missing the three other Disneyland parks. And I didn't get an Orlando one, but... But it'll happen. It'll happen. Cool. Next time Dave and I go to Disney World, we'll bring a suitcase just for souvenirs. <laughs> that That's that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That or just buy a suitcase there that you could bring with souvenirs. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a cute one. Maybe a cute Disney one. Or just get a collapsible like duffel bag. True. Or you could just ship your ship back. 
that. That's also true. I think some. I think even Disney might offer that. They do for some of for the some of the stuff that they do there. But yeah. But a lot of like the Disney stuff you can call directly to the Disney line and they can mail it to you too. Ooh, that I didn't know. Yeah, that's I did that one year for um. My my friend's wedding anniversary or her wedding that we couldn't make it to because we were leaving for our own honeymoon that week oh. or we were like just coming back or something, and I'd already run out of vacation time for the year. She'd got decided to get married super late, or last minute. Oh. Um, but I sent her um, that ceramic teapot. That's the Alice in Wonderland one with the three spouts on it. Oh, that one's pretty cool. Because she loves Alice in Wonderland. Right. I didn't tell her. I didn't say anything. I ordered it over the phone. And, like, I get a text message from her. She's like, Lisa. I'm like, yeah. She's like, what did you do? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, there's a box here from you. I'm like, oh. I don't know. Have you opened it yet? And then she opens it. She's like, holy shit! How did you know I wanted this? I'm like, congratulations! Happy wedding! <laughs> Sorry, go. we can't be there. <laughs> Aw. That's super cute. Mm-hmm. I... On the same topic of mm-hmm. collection... Mm-hmm. Um, we, you both and... Both you and I have, like, Disney pin collections and stuff. We do. But, and you guys probably know that already, but the other thing that I like to collect from Disney, and this is, like, super strange, um... Hell, I've helped this addiction of yours. For real. (laughs) And I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to collect, and this is very specific, the Disney trash can salt and pepper shakers. (laughs) Um, I like all the other salt and pepper shakers and people have told me, oh, what about these? And I'm like, they're cute and all, but But it's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's not the trash cans. It's the trash cans that I specifically like. Um, my brother for, for as long as I could remember, worked in, uh, park services for Universal Studios and he told me, like, how Disney is very eccentric when it comes to the way that they basically delineate out their not delineate but like how they set up their trash cans mm-hmm. like every, their trash cans are like every 20 feet they're specific it's very specific yeah there's they blend into the surroundings um well because what was walt disney's thing he sat on a bench and watched people and watched to counted how many steps it took for someone to walk past the trash can before they just through things on the floor. Yeah. And so, like, even to this day, um, my husband and I, like, whenever, like, an area changes, mm-hmm. I have to take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And I have to take a picture of the trash can. And when I found out there was, like, other things coming out with the trash can, I I flipped out. Like, um, there was some, I think one of the... Um, hitting Mickey pins right now is, like, other park items. Like, the uh-huh. signs, like, the restroom signs huh. are coming out, like, as a hidden Mickey. Oh, that's and, cool. And I, when, I think I spoke to one of the managers. I said, just throwing this in your ear, like, please, please, please. Trash cans. Trash cans. The trash cans, please. And they're like, we hear that a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, so then it needs to happen, right? <laughs> so, like, this is going to happen? So, uh, my, I think it started my honey, my honeymoon week, we went 
every single land. I took a picture of all the trash cans and people were looking through my my um, photos. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why do you have a picture of this random trash can? I'm like, you don't understand. The trash can blends into the scenery. Yeah. You You have to, like, really pay attention. They're like, but it's just a trash can. I'm like, no, it's not just a trash can. It, like, literally blends in. If you mm-hmm. go into, like, for example, Radiator Springs, mm-hmm. it blends into what the surrounding is. And they're yep. like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, that's why. And and so it's, I've been fascinated with it ever since. Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's, just, it's weird. Weird addiction there. Hey, it's it's being unique. <laughs> you want to hear something weird about me? What's up? Do you know who my favorite serial killer is? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, so my favorite serial killer, not because of what he did, but how he got caught, mm-hmm. was Richard Ramirez. Oh, wow. So how did he ca- okay, get well, caught? Okay, well, okay, let me, a little bit of backstory. Richard Ramirez uh, was mostly in L.A., like that area. Uh-huh. A little bit of Orange County. He, um... Was known as the Night Stalker. Is that how? Is that how he like murdered his he, um, victims? He would randomly just break into people's houses and kill them. Oh, okay. Um, I believe there were a fair number of old ladies. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. But what happened is that he had gone to like Texas to visit family, uh-huh. and while he was gone for like a week, they found out who he was in California. Oh, wow. And so they had started releasing photos of him. He was all over the news. He was all over the newspapers in, like, ads everywhere. And so he had come back and had gone to the convenience store. And some little old lady looks at him and points and was like, El asesino, es el asesino. <laughs> so for those of you that was experienced, she's like, it's the murderer. The murderer, if that's the murderer. And people were like, what? And look at him. And then he sees that his picture is on this newspaper right here, calling him out for being the murderer. So he bolts. Wow. Runs. And he was, like, running through someone's, uh, like, uh, residential area. And um, this lady, this lady, I think, had followed him, or they were still screaming about him being the um, murderer. And this guy's three adult children chases, chase after him. Oh, whoa. Like, three adult men start chasing after him. Turns into a mob. Something ridiculous. Like, 300 people are chasing him down through the streets of L.A. Holy moly. Until he gets grabbed and they start beating the crap out of him. The cops have to step in to stop them from killing him. Wow. Only for it to, you know, have to actually be taken in. Right. And that is why he is my favorite. Because <laughs> he got chased down and his ass beat what he gets. Hey. Mob mentalities. I only thought of that and thought of um, the mob song from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> just, I can Kill hear it. I can just hear it in the background as I can imagine like a mob of people chasing him down down the street. Right. But yeah, he was like crazy and like he went into the, into the courthouse and I believe... He had a satanic star either drawn on his hand or carved into his hand. Ooh. That he was, like, showing off. I don't know. It's been a while since I looked him up. The thing that sticks out to me is just how he got caught. It's pretty gnarly, man. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
still crazy. It's yeah, it doesn't make it any less fantastic. Right. And I'm like, yes, mobs, take them down. Goodness gracious. Yeah. What about you, Esau? Any other yeah. facts about you? Yes. I so <clears throat> I want to mention I wanted to mention that I have dyslexia. So mm-hmm. everyone will, if for most, for most people, dyslexia is the, the way you, you process information. Sometimes the letters are reversed mm-hmm. and numbers are reversed or um, what have you. Um, it takes, it, it's, it's like a delay in, in, in processing the information, how you're re- re- retrieving it. Yes. Um, or f- that's my understanding of it. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Um, I've had dyslexia for like my whole life, and that's probably one of the reasons why I dropped out of school because I, I was getting frustrated. Uh, it wasn't until I was diagnosed several years later mm-hmm. to realize like, oh, this I do have something. This going makes on. sense now. Yeah, it makes sense. So, um, when I got assessed, um, the assessor basically said. Let's just put it this way, Izzy. You have dyslexia, but it doesn't seem like you're that much impaired by your dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Because your IQ is high enough to be able to... You created your accommodations already because of your high IQ. And so, be, because of that, you've adapted on your own. So, the accommodations I could offer you... Um, are pretty standard, but you've already done them already. So the only thing else I could I could offer you is extended time and possibly a note taker. And I'm like, well, I don't need a note taker. I could take my own notes. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Well, then have how about this? And so she gave me like a pretty like sick ass pen, and I wish I could take it into like meetings with me, but I can't. It's like a recording pen, um. and you have to have like a special notebook because it transcribes it digitally. And huh. so I could check back. There's like the pen has an app to it, and uh, it records the audio, saves it, pairs it up with all my motion on my notes. Mm-hmm. So say for example, the teacher's talking about a math problem, and I'm copying the math problem as it's being discussed. Uh-huh. I could go to any point in that math problem to go back and hear that audio hmm. as I'm reviewing my notes. That's cool. Um, and for me, in order for me to be able to process information, not only do I have to write it, I need to hear it. So whenever I'm reading a book, I prefer to read the book first and then hear the audio to it. Mm-hmm. Just so that I can understand it a little bit better. So yeah. I'm often I'm often reading books twice just to get the information. Well, even then, I, I, I don't have um, dyslexia or anything, but I, I usually read my books through twice. Maybe it's because I read fast. Mm-hmm. Because I'll go back and reread it and then stuff will make, like, my brain will pick up stuff I didn't pick up before. That's that's cool. I know I know that like for me it's just mm-hmm. just to be able to capture the information I have to read it twice. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. And I have that pen. I bought that pen. I nice. said she she's like I could rent it to you if you want, or you here's the information to where you could buy it. And I'm like sign right. me up. I'm buying that. Yeah. I bought like 
like, I think four packs of the notebooks, and I still have them. So whenever I decide to go back to school, I have all that set up for myself. Cool. And, um, I know... I'll get an egg, a leg up. A lot of my classmates, they're like, why would you want to sit in a lecture twice, essentially? And I'm like, be- it's not because I want to, it's because I need to hear it again. Because yeah. I'm a calisthenic, visual, and auditory learner. Mm-hmm. It's just the way I am. That's cool. At least you figured it out. Yeah, it took, it took several years. I think yeah. it wasn't until maybe four years ago that I found out. Yeah, but now you know. Yeah. And if you decide to go back, like, you're ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And it, it actually helps me better understand the students that I work with that have mm-hmm. learning disabilities and, and basically tell them, like, no, 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 dude, I get you. Like, I know. I, I I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's just try it. Let's try it this way, mm-hmm. you know? And it might take a little bit more time to practice it, but we could do it. We, we got this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they, it's, again, with practice, with time, and then they finally get the hang of it. Uh, I I often relate to that frustration level, because I've been there, I've done that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Such a serious topic, but... Hey. Well, how about on a less serious note? <laughs> Do you know what my favorite kind of tea is? Green tea. No. Okay, what what is it? (laughs) It's called Turkish apple tea, and if you Google it, like, if you search it on Amazon, Uh they sell it. And it's not, like, how we understand tea, where it's, like, tea leaves that you soak. It's this powder. Huh. That, um, it tastes like sweet apples. You mix it in with hot water, Uh and then it it just, um, you drink it hot, and then it's... It makes magic. It's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, I'd had it for the very first time when we went to Istanbul when I was 15. Istanbul? Yeah, we went to visit my dad's family because he hadn't gone to see his family in like 30 years or something. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, it's time for a family reunion. Right yeah, because my dad's thing is like, oh, I get claustrophobic in airplanes, blah, 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 blah. It's a long flight, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Um, I think my dad's just making excuses. Right. <laughs> but we had gone, and the way they serve it is... Um, they have it everywhere. They have it, like, if you go to the little, um, like, swap meets, and mm-hmm. you go into, like, if you're walking around, if you go into a shop, there's always um, someone that owns a little cafe nearby that sends someone out with a tray, mm-hmm. and it comes in um, these beautiful glass cups and a glass pitcher with all this, like, gold design on it, mm-hmm. and um, they have a tray of these little cups, and they'll come into the little shops, and the shop owners, if you're shopping, will buy you a cup. Oh, okay. And um, so we would always have it, and it was, like, the best freaking thing ever. And, um, like, I'd had it there, and I would always talk about it. But um, for whatever reason, we never brought any back. Because mm. why are we surprised? My parents don't listen to me. Um, bitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd brought it up to Dave um, way back in the day, and, like, I was reminiscing about it. So one year for... Like, my birthday or something. He ordered me four boxes of this on Amazon. And these are, like, ten boxes. Oh, wow. Like, huge. Like, they're the size of my head. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yummy now? Delicious. It was delicious. I actually, I'm going to go on Amazon and look for some right now. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. Because I haven't had it in a couple of years. 
I'm like, I need some, like, yeah. right now. Yeah. That's... It, was, it was delicious. Cool. I'm not, I don't even know how I'm typing, I'm typing Turkish delicious. <laughs> Apple tea. Well, it, well, it is delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, they gotta try some now. I know. Yeah, they sell it in, like, yeah, they sell a four-pack. Well, they have a two-pack. Containers, or? Like, tins. Cool. Uh, it's $8 shipping, what? Okay. Prime. Oh, look at this later. Prime. Th- it's prime? not a prime option. Ugh. Boo. Okay. What's another fact about you, Esau? This is my last fact. Your last fact. Yeah. I, I, I went hard first one, and I'm going hard on the last one. Oh, dear. Yeah. I was once mugged <laughs> in Spain. When I was 16. Okay, it's not funny, but it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, well, I know, the, the situation wasn't funny, but the whole, the looking back on it, now I'm 34, and I and I look back at, like, my 16-year-old me getting mugged, and me being um, the teenager, you know, like, thinking, of, thinking about what happened, and now being a, a 30-year-old and thinking about what happened. Um... So, when I was 16, we went on this, um, trip excursion? Excursion? Um, to Spain. Uh For my Spanish class. Uh, Cool. My, and the reason why I went was because I told my mom, I don't want a sweet 16, I don't want a quinceañera, I want to go to Spain. I didn't get a sweet 16 or a quinceañera. We went to Turkey to visit my dad's family instead, and that counted as my party. Uh, I'm like, how is that fair? Right? My sister got one. My sister got a car. I didn't get a car. My sister got a car. I digress. (laughs) My sister totaled two cars. Does that count? Ooh. Ouchies. Yeah, no. No. I... So, in this excursion, we just... I think the class had this... The teachers had agreed that they were going to go to Spain. Mm Mm-hmm. And this was over the summer. I think it was 2001 mm-hmm. that we went. And when we were in Granada, mm-hmm. um, right before we got off the bus, the, the tour guide mentioned, be careful. There's gypsies in the area. <laughs> okay. Don't get stopped by a gypsy. But failed to tell us what the gypsy looked like. <laughs> so the teacher the teacher basically said you have free range of the area. Um don't don't go too far and travel in twos. You know? So I had my buddy travel where we I think we were at a at a at a storefront and my my buddy was still buying her stuff. Well, we happened to be leaving, and she she was checking out. I'm already, like, out the door mm-hmm. when the gypsy stops me. <laughs> grabs my hand, basically is attempting to tell my fortune. She tells me that I'm going to have twins, and they're going to be fraternal twins. Mm-hmm. And... Um... And now I need to give her 20 bucks. 
No, not 20 bucks. I need to give her all the money I had, I think. Mm-hmm. And I only had 20 bucks on me. And she was like, that's not enough. You need to give me more. And she was not letting go of my hand. And so my friend sees me and she's like, uh, what are we going to do? And again, this is pre-cell phone time. We had no idea or a way to tell my teacher, mm-hmm. like, what was going on. And the gypsy then says, like, is that is that person with you? What's her money? What does she have? And I'm like, I don't know what she has. There's nothing I could do about what she has. She's like, you need to ask her for money. And I'm like, I don't know what she has. There's nothing I could do. I've given you everything I have. And and so she lets me go. I, sh- I think I ended up giving her 60 bucks. So that's I think that's what I had. Mm-hmm. I know I had 20 bucks like on me, but in my travel my travel pouch, I had like another 40. Mm-hmm. And I gave her the 60 altogether. And and her grip was like a death grip. And I was so bummed because, again, that money that I had was, like, my food money and everything. And I still, granted, I still had more money in the in the, in the the inn where we were at with the rest of my stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't carrying a lot. But it put a damper on a lot of the stuff that I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Um, it just taught me travel light, don't travel with a lot. Mm-hmm. And so now I, I carry that over with me. I don't carry cash mm-hmm. for that reason. Yep. Um, and I, I barely even carry... Like, I carry the cards that I might I possibly need, mm-hmm. but I don't carry cash with me. And if I do carry cash with me, it's small quantities. Yeah. I never carry a large quantity just for that. Um, I, I mean, granted, growing up in, in like, a, a gang-infested area, like, I just... Yeah. Like, that's something I knew, but I didn't transcribe that to a different country. hmm You know? So, yeah. I was super bummed, but looking back at it, I was, it, it toughened me up. I, I learned a lot, and I, I could laugh at it. Like, I got, I got mugged by a gypsy. She was wearing, like, an all-black dress. Um, very surreal. Totally. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> totally surreal moment. Yeah, my my last back isn't isn't crazy like that. I wanted to go. I wanted yeah. to end it big. I mean, I wanted to end it end it end my facts big. My last fact is my personal shame I have to live with as an adult. What? I used to write Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy crossover fan fiction. That's not shame. You say that with pride, Missy. <laughs> no, with pride, I say I used to write Avengers Supernatural Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan fiction, and it was badass. Okay. <laughs> but, like, this is, like, 16-year-old, like, writing fan fiction for the first time. Like, it was super bad. <laughs> I might have called Princess Jasmine a slut. Like, I don't remember. Princess Jasmine wasn't a slut. <laughs> or I might have called her a bitch. I don't know. That that I could figure. Yeah. I, I could see that, but... 
she found her diamond in the rough. Mm -hmm. I, I, now I'm curious. I want to see some of that. I don't even know if that exists anymore. What? I'll find you my uh, Avengers Supernatural Buffy the Vampire Slayer fanfiction. Okay. That was fun. Is that like the all three worlds coming colliding? <laughs> so what happened in that one was that um, I had three girls that uh, lived in the universe we as we know it. Uh-huh. And the world got destroyed. It got ended. They, everything kaputted. Uh-huh. And the three got pulled out, and they were already friends. But they um, got pulled out by the powers that be. Mm-hmm. A la Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Gotcha. Because um, Thanos had destroyed the world. Uh-huh. And he had teamed up with Lucifer and the first evil. Oh, okay. And um, he was going around destroying everything. And they all got powers from... The different, the, those three bad guys world. So one of them was an angel from Supernatural, the other one was a vampire slayer, and the other one was a mutant. Gotcha. And so they all got pulled and they all got taken to the Marvel universe. Because gotcha. that's where Thanos was going to next. Right, right, right. And, um, so they all have to learn this new place and get all the Avengers together and each of them have to fight one of the individual bad guys. Uh-huh. But they're not matching up with their original bad guys. So, like, the Slayer doesn't fight the first evil. The Angel doesn't fight Lucifer. And the uh, Mutant doesn't fight Thanos. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yes, I need to read that. And there was, like, Shameless slut, Smut and all this other stuff. In, in it? Yeah. That That's... Yes. Can I read? <laughs> yep. I need, I need to read it mm-hmm. now. And they're all at the same time during all the shenanigans coping with the fact that everyone they've ever known is dead. Ugh. And two of them are still mostly human, or have human emotions. So, like, they're still recuperating and dealing with the fact that one of them um, was the sole caregiver for her little brother. And her little brother is dead now. Oh, no. And the other one... Um, was super close to her mom and, like, had other issues, but, like, now everyone's dead and can't deal with a bunch of the normal stuff she would normally do. And the third one, um, had two kids, but she's an angel and now she has the angel's lack of emotion. Wow. So, like, she's not, it's not computing to her how stuff used to be. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I need to read it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, that, that's why the other one was my secret shame. This one, like, okay, yeah, I, I didn't create most of the characters and most of it was st- stuff stolen from, um, other stuff. Right. But, like, the character development and the stuff I created was my own stuff. And it was my way of practicing writing smut. Good. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There might have been a scene where Tony Stark and Ka- and Steve Rogers get kidnapped by demons, and the Vampire Slayer has to go save them, and they might be shirtless Ooh. and beaten up by Alistair, but, you know, shameless. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Bonus fact. Bonus fact! <laughs> Bonus fact. Bonus fact. Bonus fact. Bonus fact. Something that both of us have in common that 
we haven't said before, but if you were to think about it, like, it would make sense. Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you guys already know that we're Disney fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney junkies. You currently have an annual pass. I'm currently annual pass less. But that's okay. That's fine. That could be, like, it, it yeah. could be fixed. Like, like, we like to give it a year off in between visits. There you go. Because Dave gets fed up. Like, he gets tired of going every month. Because I'm all like, Disney all the time. Right. So I need to give him, like, a break. Totally. And also, I'm trying to avoid, like, the first rush of the Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For so, because sure. I'm like, as soon as that comes out, I'm not going to be going for, like, three months. So that's three months I'm not going to be using. Right. We both want to... Have personal lifetime goals. Yes. To be able to have visited all the Disney resorts. Correct. Parks. Parks. Correction, yeah. Parks. Because if you include resorts, that technically includes Alani in Hawaii. True. Mm-hmm. Which, from my understanding, because I know people that have gone, it's kind of pointless unless you have little kids. Yeah. And then some people even include the cruise. Like, taking a Disney cruise. Dave's trying to convince me we should go on a cruise. Like, he wants to go on a cruise. I'm afraid of getting seasick the whole time. Because I, I, I get seasick already. <laughs> and I told him, I'm like, the one cruise you could convince me to go on is probably a Disney cruise. Probably. That's definitely what I want to do for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but all, all six parks. All six parks. Mm-hmm. It'll happen one day. One day, I could say... No. Because you've done Disneyland and California Adventure. Correct. I've done Disneyland California Adventure, and I've done Disney World and those right. four parks. Right. Mm-hmm. We still need to hit up Paris, mm-hmm. Shanghai, Tokyo, Hong Kong. And you still need to hit Disney World. Yes. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. It'll definitely happen. Yeah. One of my mini goals within that is coast to coast. Yeah. But that, that's another plan all in and itself. And that also just sounds exhausting to me. <laughs> uh-uh. It'll happen, though. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start out one day on one park and do go, like, on a ride and get a treat and then head out. Head out, fly across the, the country and end the day with a, at a different park. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. And I'll, I'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lisa. Yes. Random question. Okay, random question time. What piece of clothing or accessory can someone wear that immediately makes you have a bad opinion of them as a person? Other than Trump's great Make America Great Again hat? Because I have a customer that comes in with that. She hasn't been in in a while. I... I can agree to that one other than that one. Okay. Because I think, I think our, our old banker who's gay was like, oh, that's a nice hat. And she's like, thanks. I'm wearing it every day for the next four years. I'm like, you're gross. Get out. Walk up the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> other than that. Other, other than, than that. Other um, than that. Um, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, here, I'll give you some more time. Yeah. And I'll do finish. yours. I'll do mine. 
What piece of clothing or accessory can someone wear that immediately makes you have a make you have a bad opinion of them as a person? It was a while back. Um, H and M has now since removed this item. Mm -hmm. um, it was a sweater from Kent State, Kent State University. Mm -hmm. And, and it looked like it, it had, like, blood smeared on it. And I don't know if you guys are aware, but Kent State had a mass, like, a mass shooting. Oh, shit. And that was before Columbine. Ah. And so, for me, again, school shootings hit real home to mm -hmm. me. And so, when I saw that, amongst other items that they were selling, that, to me, was, like, a complete turnoff. For someone to trivialize a mass shooting like that. Mm-hmm. To try to make money <clears throat> off of it when that's not the case at all. Like, you should not try to be making money off of some someone's, like, death like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that would totally, like, right there instantly, yeah. I don't like you, don't associate yourself with me, period. Yeah. Because I think they also came out with, like, shirts for kids. And, and the way they marketed was, like... Um, there was, like, a little African-American boy, and his shirt was... I don't even remember it, because, like, the moment I saw it... I it was... Because like, H&M has had a fair amount of, like, issues. Yes. With clothing. Yes. And so, like, it was a little African-American boy, mm -hmm. and he was wearing something that was, like, a racial slur. Mm -hmm. And then there was, like, a, a, a Caucasian boy, and, again, it was talking about him um, making more money... And then there was, like, another shirt. Then there was a Kent State sweater. Mm -hmm. And there was other items. But regardless, like, the moment I saw that, like, <clears throat> mm -mm, nope, nope. Like, sorry, H&M, you just lost m my money. Yeah. Because I'm not going there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For me, other than the very obvious, like, offensive, like, that kind of shirt, like, stuff with racial slurs on it. I also hate it when, like, teenage boys wear those shirts with, like, the overtly sexual woman on it. Mm -hmm. Like, that grosses me out. Because mm -hmm. um, you're a fucking teenage boy. Stop sexualizing a grown-ass woman. Right. Um, any, other than the very obvious, like, that kind of stuff, me as a person and as a Drag Race fan, <laughs> I... I could not deal with someone if they walked in wearing a Tara San Sanchez t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Which, for those of you that don't know, Tara Sanchez um, is the winner of season two of Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. I don't blame... I don't say anything about, like, who should have won or whatever, and I don't get into that drama. My thing is that with Tara as a person now, as a human and as an adult, Tara is a nasty person. Mm. It There's been all this drama lately, but... Um, he threatened to, like, beat up a couple of the other drag race queens. Um, and he said something along the lines of, I might not be the one to do it, but you know when you're on the ground bleeding that it was because of me? Oh. Uh-uh. Um. Mm -mm. Done all this gross, nasty stuff. Came out to DragCon last year in New York wearing, in boy, like, wearing, dressed up as a boy. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a winner, and this is when they're announcing all the winning queens. 
And everyone else is in full drag. This is the only one that wore, like, boy jeans and a boy shirt, like, dressed like a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, with this big, huge poster saying, it said across the top, Raven was robbed. And Raven is one of the other, the sec- second um, place in season two, mm-hmm. where everyone says that. No idea why Tyra won, like, Raven should have won. Mm-hmm. But it's, the pic- the poster has Tyra in drag holding, like, like a crown, like, a scepter, and then, like, on the floor, like, hogtied is the drag queen Raven in, like, a sack with, like, a black eye, wearing a gag, like, beaten to shit. Mm-mm. And recently, um, because DragCon at this point, DragCon, from when we're recording this, has is in a week, but when this comes up, it was a week or two ago, mm-hmm. which is up in L.A., um... Tara caused some drama and got kicked out of DragCon, got banned, has since said that, um, telling people, I'm giving you fair warning, don't go to DragCon on, um, uh, on that Saturday, blah, 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 and then posted this picture, or this painting of, Tara, of Tara the Drag Queen protesting in front of the, like, convention center where it's gonna be, and a mushroom cloud coming out of the top of the convention center. Oh, no. So it's like a bomb threat right there. Like they called the cops and the FBI on him. Right. And in general, Tara's just a nasty person. Mm-mm. I'm like, no, like no. before all of this had happened, <laughs> I had had I I didn't care for Tara. Tara wasn't my cup of tea, but you're allowed to like your own people. Right. But after all of this that has happened, if you're still supportive of someone like that, like it's it's gross. Like go right. away. Right, right, right. And now they ha- he has a, on his website, has a countdown to Saturday, and it says boom across the top. Uh, I, I, everyone, no. th- everyone thinks he's coming out with a song or something. Mm-mm. But, like, he's being gross and being inappropriate just to cause um, attention for the song he's coming out with. But, no, that's totally the wrong way to do it. Yeah. But, like, FBI got dragged into that. Like, you don't think the FBI had better shit to do than deal with you causing drama? Right? Oh, hell no. But you're threatening to blow up a LA Convention Center. Mm-mm. 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 But yeah, so if someone were to come in wearing, like, a pro-Tyra t-shirt or something. Or also, that, that poster that Tyra had come out with made it into a sweater. I'm like, if you come out with that Tyra Raven was robbed sweater, no. No. Why? I don't no. want to talk to nope. you. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Walk away. Walk away. Mm-hmm. It's like, bye. <laughs> well, on a lighter note. <laughs> on a lighter note, Isel, what's your favorite planner item of the week? My favorite planner item of the week this week is... <laughs> <laughs> um, I got this from Rhonda's Accessories. She was doing, like, this um, 60% off sale because she's going to go on, like, vacation mode mm-hmm. because she wants to... Focus on her kids and what have you. I think she's pregnant, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, so she wants to, like, focus time on that. Mm-hmm. She is going to reopen. Uh, I don't know what the current status of her shop at the time this airs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got, like, a bunch of stuff. I got uh, a, gav- a gavel paper clip. Mm-hmm. I got um, this item that I have here. And I got a paper clip for, for Jamie from the Arizona planner girls mm-hmm. that I'm going to send out to her uh, hopefully sometime soon um, 
And then a, a little charm. Like, it's a TN charm mm-hmm. that says breathe. Mm-hmm. My, my, my word, favorite word. My favorite word for this year. Um, and what I got, what my favorite item has been since I ordered this mm-hmm. is my my team homeboy <laughs> uh, paper clip. Uh-huh. And I actually even have it in my planner. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain to us what team homeboy references? Team homeboy is... Um, Someone in the, is it, We Love EC group? Was it We Love EC? Yes, it's it was in there and then it went into PTW. Mm-hmm. And the We Love EC group had posted that, I believe, I, now I might be second guessing yeah. myself, um, posted their, their order from Erin Condren. Mm-hmm. And in their order, they, I mean, they got their, their order but there was a sheet of paper. And everything was in the order that should have been. Yeah. Um, they got this piece of paper and it says, like, I don't give a flying fuck, homeboy. <laughs> and it was in her order. So I think she laminated it. And, That's fabulous. Um, I, I believe she's even at Go Wild with it. <laughs> um, but she... Um, she, Rhonda, mm-hmm. as soon as that was posted, um, there was, like, the faction. Are you team homeboy? <laughs> or, or, like, are you team, like, customer service, essentially? Like, yeah. that, people are saying that was bad customer service for that to be included in your, <laughs> in your order, and we're... Like, I get it, it is bad customer service, but she still got all her items in her order, so it's not really that bad, you know? Um, I'm team homeboy, because, like, I don't give a flying fuck. (laughs) As the girl that works in customer service, I would probably be team homeboy, too. (laughs) And I I got it in, there was four different colors, there was white, red, um, white, red, yellow, and gold. And I got the white because you could see it clearly and it pops. And I have it next to my 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 Momoa decals mm-hmm. in my planner, and I I love it. Nice, because Momoa doesn't go flying far. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lisa? My favorite planner item of the week is this washi I have from Recollections. That it's um, galaxy washi, and the print on it looks very, um, almost like a picture, like photorealistic almost, Mm -hmm. but on it it's foiled with little gold stars. I think that was a two-pack. Was it a two-pack? Yeah, the the other one was like... The one with the world, with the globe? Spheres. spheres. Yeah, Yeah, I have that one too. Yeah. This one specifically calls to me. Yes. It's similar to the galaxy print that Simply Gilded came out with. Well, it's different because this one's more purpley, A, and it's, like I said, it's more photorealistic. The one that Simply Gilded has is more, right. like, and, and painted. I, and I like the way this one has, the, the, the one you're, you're referring to is because of the, the little speckles. Yeah. Like, they're not... It's a good contrast. Yeah. They're not like the five-pointed stars. They're mm-hmm. like little diamonds and speckles. Mm-hmm. And and it has that, like... It has the 
spoiled speckles, but then it has like the white, like tra almost translucent galaxy esque mm -hmm. speckles. I, I I agree. I really like this this one. Beautiful washing. Yeah. I think you handed it to me one time and I bought it. You're I'm like, sure. You're like Galaxy here, go buy it. <laughs> and I, I know you. <laughs> and I did. I think I just kind of... Th I don't even think you had a cart. I was just like, here. If you had a cart, I would just throw it in your cart. No, I didn't. I, I think I was just holding on to stuff. And I wasn't... I was just at Michael's just to be at Michael's. I wasn't mm -hmm. even thinking about, like, what to get. And mm -hmm. you're like, you need this. Here. You're buying this. Yep. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, happy anniversary, Lisa. Yeah, guys. We've, I've enjoyed doing this. I hope you guys have enjoyed the past year of planner talk and... Randomness. Some interviews and interviews and tangents and me trying to fit in drag queen talk as much as possible. <laughs> I I hope you guys all enjoyed it. We love doing this. Um, we hope to do it more than just one more year. Yeah. So thank you for listening to us. Thank you for um following us we really really appreciate it for those of you that drink along with us thanks for drinking along with us if you're not don't trip chocolate chip <laughs> just we're glad we're glad that you're you're following along mm -hmm. we really appreciate you guys thank you so much for listening yeah. we love you guys we love you guys and don't forget maya angelou ain't no punk ass bitch there you go bye bye See you next week, Planner Addicts. We wish you planner peace and no hangovers. Don't forget to follow us at Washi Wine Repeat on Instagram and Facebook. P.S. Just because Izzy and I are enjoying a couple glasses of wine in the comfort and safety of my home does not mean that we condone excessive drinking. We wouldn't judge if you had some sort of other beverage. We just want us all to enjoy some time together.